Queendom. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. We have a packed show for you guys tonight. Oh my goodness, so much fun stuff. Our men, 2 p.m., <laughs> have a long-awaited comeback. I cannot wait to talk about that. Whew, yes. <laughs> Luna has a comeback. That's exciting. We have a debut, Omega X. Really excited to talk about them. NCT Dream did a repackage. They have some new songs. Our boys, Stray Kids, are back. Oh my goodness. We have lots and lots to discuss there. Not just the single, but <sighs> Hyunjin's back. Yeah. The international nightmare is over, everyone. Finally. Oh my goodness. Our four months of hell is done. Right. Hyunjin oh. is back with Stray Kids. We have so many reasons to celebrate tonight. So many. Back <laughs> with the stays where he belongs. Yes. Emily also has news for you. We have Song of the Week, a fun quiz. Emily, how are you? I'm over the moon, Charity. Like, all <laughs> is right with the world yes. now that Hyunjin is back with Stray Kids. Members of the Queendom, that's the name we affectionately call our listening community of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast. Queendom, you know, it has been a struggle without Hyunjin for us. We've gone that's off on a few really... tangents. Ooh, We've yeah. really been upset. So... I'm dying to talk about that song and music video. We will get to it towards the end of the podcast because we have a lot to talk about tonight, like you mentioned, Charity. There's something for everyone tonight, Charity. We have the older group. We have an awesome girl group. We have a group that's debuting. I feel like this is a nice mix. So yeah. that's always fun to kind of have a few different things so it's not just a direct comparison and it's always nice to have some girl power in the podcast. So looking forward to Luna. But again, Hyunjin's back. I can't stop saying it. I'm so relieved. <laughs> yeah. July will be the best month of the year. Happy July, Queendom. Summer is going by so fast. We hope you're having a good one. I feel like I'm just now starting to think about summer and it's already July. It's so weird. Right? It's a July weekend too. Oh my goodness. It's Time is flying. Welcome to first-time listeners. If this is your first time with the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast, welcome. We're happy to have you. If you'd like to give us a follow on social media, please do. NYC K-Pop Queens, all one word, no fancy periods or spaces or anything like that. We're on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow. Say hello. Welcome to our loyal queendom. We love you. We know you're here every week. Thank you for coming back. I hope tonight's show is a good one for you. Speaking of the Queendom charity, we ask questions on our Twitter account. A lot of times during conversation, we might disagree on something. We might both feel passionately about something and we wonder, what do you guys think? Your opinion is important to us. So if you follow us on Twitter, we post poll questions every week. We posted some last week and we'd love to share the results with you. Okay, so... Last week, we reviewed Yugyum from GOT7, his solo debut album. And I think, although we both liked it, Charity and I agreed that there were too many collaborations and we wish there were more songs of just him. Like, we didn't get a great feel for who he is as a solo artist. Okay, this was a close one. Uh, we asked the Queendom, what do you guys think? The choices were... Too many collaborations, you know, I just want him or no, I liked the collaborations. 55% of the Queendom agreed with us, Charity. They just want him. 45% liked the collaborations. So 
it was a close one. Thank you all for voting. I hope this next album from him, I hope it's just all him. We can dream. We could keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, the next thing we talked about, Seventeen. Seventeen had a great album come out last week, which we reviewed. And we were a little bit torn on what the lead single should be. I liked Ready to Love. And I believe you thought anyone would have been the best single. That was your song of the week. Yeah. You're into that song. I'm on a roll here, Charity. The Queendom agreed with me. 63% oh chose Ready to Love and 37% chose Anyone. So oh, Queendom, letting me down now. <laughs> Queendom, thank you. You're, you're right. You are right. That was a good choice. And then later, like you mentioned, we're talking about NCT Dream's repackage album. So the first single off of the original album was Hot Sauce. The single off the repackage for that album is called Hello Future. So we wanted to know what the dreamies thought. We wanted to kind of pick your brain on what song you prefer. This was a landslide. 78% chose Hot Sauce. Only 22% chose the new song Hello Future. So we'll give you our thoughts on that when we review NCT Dream later in the episode. But thank you all so much for voting and participating. Again, if you're not following us on Twitter, give us a follow, NYC K-Pop Queens, and you can vote in next week's polls. I'm sure tonight there'll be a lot of subject matter uh, to give us some poll questions. We mentioned the Queendom. Queendom, we love you so much. We see where you're listening from every week, and we're just humbled and grateful to have listeners from all over the world. So at this time, we have listeners in, what, 140 countries. Yeah. It's crazy. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Our podcast, Two Women from New York City Talking About K-Pop, <laughs> has reached 140 countries. It's pretty cool, and we're so, so grateful. So quickly, shout out to the Queendom in Denver, Colorado, La Vista, Nebraska, Rancho Santa Margarita, California, Douglas, Georgia, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Shout out to Taipei, Taiwan, Osaka, Japan, Big shout out to all of our listeners in India and Bolivia. We love you. We're so grateful for you. Thank you for listening. Please come back. We do this show every week. New episodes drop on Thursdays. Okay, enough of the housekeeping charity. It's time to get into it. I know you are bursting at the seams to talk about this next group. Okay, the OGs of kind of um, what we would call beast mode, beast idols, right? The Mm -hmm. masculine... Beast <laughs> idols, the kind of predecessors to Monster X, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Uh, 2 p.m. 2 p.m. New album. They gave us a full album on this comeback. The album's called Must, and the single is called Make It. Charity, let's talk about it. What did you think of the single, the song? And then let's get into the music video. Obsessed. Like... <laughs> Obsessed. I have no other word except I am literally obsessed. It was so sexy, so chill. Like it had such a vibe to it. The chorus was really, really catchy. I really liked the Mm -hmm. horns throughout and the instrumental. They sounded amazing. They haven't had a comeback, what, for six years? Yeah. Right? 2015? I think so. We could be wrong, but yeah, I think so. Off the well, top they of my head, have not lost right. anything because, oh my goodness, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. 
I'll let you talk about the song because there's so much to talk about in the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the song. I like that kind of funky guitar sets the tone, right? It's like the tone and the vibe of the song. This isn't a hectic, wild energy, younger boy group song. This is a more grounded, grown and sexy, mm-hmm. cool song. Yes. Nice piano build to the chorus. I liked that. I thought that was really kind of a nice addition. And I like the chorus. It's catchy. It's cool. I would have liked maybe the bass to be more pronounced because the bass line's really nice. I would have like just leveled that up a little bit, but that's a nitpicky thing. I think it's a good song. My only, <laughs> there's one thing that I was like, a little cringe. Taegyeon, who I love, the rapper, his part in the song was a little bit cheesy for me. He just lists off activities that they're going to do together. Like I was like, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. Coffee, shopping, <laughs> driving, cleaning up. I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Okay. <laughs> we can do the PG version for the song. That's fine. Charity was in. I was not. I was like, it took me out of the cool vibe. I'm like, why are we doing a grocery list of activities you do with someone? I thought that was a little cheesy. I would have... Uh, Maybe change that a bit, but I digress. I think it's a good song. It's a nice comeback. Let's talk about the video. What did you think of this video? They looked so suave, so grown up, just like sexy gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My goodness. The choreography. I just, when I tell you I drool the whole time watching this video, that would not be an understatement. (laughs) I believe it. I think Queendom, we know you, Charity. I believe it. (laughs) But the concept was interesting. So, like, are they falling in love during, like, some kind of apocalypse? Or is it that he thinks that this woman's going to cause all this chaos in his life? I couldn't really get that concept. No, no, no. I think it's like like an end-of-the-world theme, but even during all the chaos, everything stops. Like yeah. how everything in the world just stops when you meet the right person. That's what I took from it. Like time stops for them. Okay. Time stops for sense. him yeah. as he sees her and everything yeah. slows down and the crazy Meteors are asteroids falling everywhere. Yeah. yeah, none of that matters because they've made that connection. That's kind of how I took it. And I thought the end of the world theme, the whole thing, it was very big budget and it made for a lot of fun visuals. I loved yes. it because it was different. It's something different we haven't seen or talked about. So it stood out to me. I was like, oh, this is smart. This is a cool concept that other groups aren't doing. Or if they have, you know, they're not doing as much. So I thought it was really cool. And yeah, that choreography. Right. Cool, simple, grown and sexy choreography. Yeah. And they looked great. They looked so great. Very handsome men in suits. You can't go wrong, right? (laughs) Like that's... Yeah, my chef's kiss. That's a nice aesthetic. (laughs) I think that's one that most people can't argue against, like a good-looking guy in a suit. Oh, my goodness. Yes, please. Right? Okay, what were some of your favorite songs on the album? So I liked Make It. I think that's a great Mm -hmm. song. Um, It stands out. I like Champagne. Champagne is fun. It's like, let's party. I love the chorus where it sounds like Champagne Glass is clicking. Not clicking, but, you know, like the clinking, like that. That sound when you cheers people with a wine glass or champagne glass. I thought that was a nice touch. I like two of us. It's a really pretty, chill, mid-tempo. And the horns in the chorus are surprising in the best way. 
I think it's kind of one of those songs that's just relaxing and comforting and chill. So I really liked that one. And then obviously the acoustic version of my house. Oh my God. Yeah. Like I love that song so much. (laughs) And to do an acoustic version was just perfect. I thought it was really smart to do that and put it on this album. Because that's the song. Anyone that knows 2PM knows my house is the song, the video, the choreography. Yes. (laughs) So those were my favorites. What about you? Yeah, very similar ones. I also, I really like the intro, even though there are no vocals on it. I just thought it was a perfect uh, segue into the album. I like that it has like this jazzy kind of sound. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter to me. There are no vocals. It just kind of set the tone for me for the rest of the album. Mm Mm-hmm. I really liked On My Way. I like the tempo change in the song. I thought the chorus is really catchy. Champagne, like you said, I thought it was a great summer song. I thought it had like throwbacks in the instrumental. Yeah. Like these throwback elements, which I was obsessed with. Hold You, I like the scratchy record sound in the beginning and that jazzy kind of piano instrumental. And they were singing kind of in their lower register, which I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. and my house like you said I mean come on that's the best song one of the best songs ever uh, so <laughs> give me an acoustic version of that I would be okay with an updated video as well if I'm just gonna put that out there yes oh my so, goodness can we can yeah we get part two of the my house video please <laughs> we all Emily and I are available for filming so oh. perfect <laughs> Dreams would come true that day, Charity, for everyone involved. We will be the stars of My House Part 2, the acoustic version. 2 p.m., we got you if you need us. I mean, it's not that long of a flight to Korea. It right, is, we'll do it. Like, we'll do we'll it. We'll clear my whole schedule for this. Please. I will do it tomorrow. Right. I will be there. Oh, goodness, goodness. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Clearly, we're fans. It was a nice comeback. There's something interesting when older groups come back. You can see the divide, right? Of like the sound is different and the imagery is different. It reminds me of when we talked about like Super Junior, you know, the sound is a little bit more grown up, a little slower or throwback. It's it's a different vibe. And I think that has to do with obviously they're in a different place in their life. But if we're being realistic, when you're older, those dance moves are not coming like they did when you were 22. There's a huge difference in your body and what it's able to do choreography-wise from like 22 to if you're a 36-year-old. So I think you see that trend with these older groups that come back. It's more grown and sexy vibe, slower, simple choreography. It's just a different thing. And I'm just pointing that out. That doesn't mean it's good or bad. It's just different. Younger groups bring the chaos. They're doing, you know, like hot sauce like this is chaotic let's go (laughs) yeah the older groups are you know a little bit more grounded a little slower a little like okay we've been there done that now we're at this stage of our life and I think that's fun for older fans you can connect with that and you know it's just something different so it's always kind of nice to see these groups back together and doing their thing Charity, you're obsessed with this group. I can tell. I know you love them. Your favorite songs were like the whole album. (laughs) So so we've got to get to bias talks. We've never talked about our biases in 2 p.m. on this podcast. I think I know yours, but you might surprise me. You may surprise me here. I feel stronger about your Omega X bias than I do about... This one. Okay. I think I know the Omega X bias, but this one, you could throw me. I'm going to say it's Jun K. (gasps) How do you know me so well, Emily? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I went again. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. I love his voice so freaking much. He's and great. He jumped out at me immediately when I first saw my house. I was like, okay, who are you? And yeah, he's so handsome in that video. He's so he's, handsome. Yeah, yeah. And on this album especially, the tone of his voice reminds me so much of Shonu. Like they have a very I can similar see tone. Yeah, so even I can see that. So even before I realized that was his voice, I was listening to the album and I was like, who is that? Because that voice is everything to me. And Aww. then I was like, oh my God. <laughs> It's my bias already. This is perfect. That's amazing. Yeah, that's nice. I'm when so excited. Your favorite yeah. voice is the one you thought was the most attractive. It's just meant to be. I don't know your record. That one, there's a few in my head. So that one, I have no idea. But the bias, I'm happy I got right. <laughs> you know me so well. I do. Normally, I go for the rapper, and the rapper is my wrecker. Yeah. Wait, who's your wrecker? Taegyun. Yes, Taegyun. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, He's like... Oh he's a special goodness, guy. Gracious. He's so handsome. He's oh. so handsome. And I love him because I'm a big K-drama fan. Mm-hmm. And he was amazing in Vincenzo. I just, oh my God, he's such a good actor. I hope he gets more opportunities because he stole the show in that one. And that's a super popular K-drama. So if you haven't watched it, check it out because he's one of the main characters and he kills it. I would guess, is he your wrecker? I don't think yes. he's your bias. Okay. Right. Oh my God, you're right. And it was hard for me because I do like him, but yeah, he's not my bias. He's my record. So we have the same record in 2 p.m. Is your bias Wu Young? No. <sighs> Charity never gets it, you guys. I never. I, uh, I'm just going to name names now because I don't know. <laughs> no. <sighs> I think it's obvious. Is it Jun Ho? Yes. Okay, okay. Okay, when you said it's yes. obvious, I'm like, wait. It's <laughs> I thought for sure when I watched it, it would be Wu Young. I thought for sure. No, no, uh, no. Queen Dem yet again. I don't no know Emily's him. type ever. But it's, I, I think my type is pretty obvious. I think oh, it's pretty God. obvious. I go for a specific look at every group. Oh, and Charity's like, I don't know. <laughs> But you got, you know what though? You got my rocker oh, right and you were close. Knows. So you were close. <laughs> but I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm always wrong. John has oh, my favorite. Goodness. But it was hard. This was hard for me to pick who my bias really was. It was like, okay, let me watch the older videos. Let me watch some interviews. Okay, got it. But Taegyeon is amazing. So mm-hmm. it's a real close one and two for me. Very close. But honestly, that rap verse and make it, I was like, oh, what are you doing? I was like, okay, let's do that. Sounds good to me. like, I love coffee. Let's go driving. Like, do it. It was just so cheesy. Like, And he probably didn't write it. Like, no shade to him. It just took me out of like the cool, suave, like song and vibe to have somebody come in and be like, let's hang out. Let's go shopping and drink coffee. I was like, what is this? <laughs> like oh, that, that became friend zone material for me right there. I was like, Ugh, no, As no, no, class, no, no, okay, no. We get in the car with you and let's go. Ugh, no. <laughs> That's what I was like. Okay, John, oh, you got it. Let's go. <laughs> <You got> it. <laughs> but no shade. I love them all. This was a great comeback. Uh, before we move on to a fun segment, why don't we play a clip of the singles so the queen yes. here we're talking about. Oh, yes. This is Make It by 2 p.m. 
저기요 잠깐만 봐줘요 나도 모르게 봐버렸네요 눈이 자꾸만 가요 혹시나 본적 없나요 사랑이 있다면 이런 게 아닐까 생각해 시간이 된다면 내밤 어떨까 난 지금 해야 해야 해야만 해 아무 말이나 어떤 이유가 돼야 돼야 돼야만 해 Such a good song. I'm so excited for them. What an amazing comeback. I love very you, 2PM. Cool. Yeah, love you, love very, you. very, very cool. And they have so many weapons. Like, we didn't even get into vocally, they can sing. These guys oh, can yeah. sing. They have a lot of weapons. They're cool. They're sexy. They just have a lot going for them. I mm-hmm. really, really like them. And I'm happy we had an opportunity to review them because before I really only knew. A few songs. I knew yeah. Jay Park used to be in the group. He was the leader. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Crazy stuff. But yeah, congratulations, 2PM. Awesome comeback. We both really liked it. And we decided, well, let's get to it, Charity. It's our favorite time of the week. You all know what it is. It's quiz, quiz time. time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we wanted to do a 2 p.m. quiz this week, and because they haven't been around for a number of years, fans have not been making quizzes about them. (laughs) So this was a little more difficult. So it's not a BuzzFeed quiz. This is a quiz off another site. We will share the link, though, so you can play along with us, and hopefully we can share this link on social media as well. But the link should be in your description of the podcast you're listening to right now, because we were just dying to know who our 2 p.m. boyfriend would be. I need to know. Charity. I'm nervous. Um, I know. <laughs> High pressure. The High pressure stakes, Emily. The pressure is on. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Question number one is very simple. What's your zodiac sign? I am a Cancer. I am a Sagittarius. What do you look for in a boyfriend, Emily? Someone whose words have a deeper meaning. Someone who has the best looks out of all. Someone who sees only you and no one else. Someone who frequently reminds you of what you love about them. Someone who turns a bad day into a good day just with their smile. Or someone who can protect you. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It it only takes structure. And, and you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Nah, man. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm Y'all already? Yeah, oh, I'm trying, yeah. trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah? I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. We all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I don't, play with, it, don't play with it. Take that shit serious. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> someone who frequently reminds me of what I love about him. I'm gonna pick someone who can turn a bad day into a good one just with his smile. I like that one too. Okay, your favorite fairy tale 
or kind of romantic story is Romeo and Juliet, Cinderella, Red Riding Hood, Alice in Wonderland, Snow White, or Beauty and the Beast? Um, Beauty and the Beast. I love that one. Romeo and Juliet. I like dark stuff. <laughs> You're like, then we die. I know. That's why all the other ones are like Disney fairy tales. I'm like, I like the one where they, <laughs> the forbidden love and then they die. Sorry, trigger warning. For new queendom, this is Emily. <laughs> I tend to like darker stuff. Uh, I love you. Okay. <laughs> uh, the most important feature about a guy. Intense eyes, a pretty face, height and muscles, a nice butt, it's important, <laughs> a charming smile, or a good body. I would say like a good personality, you know, <laughs> honest, funny, all that stuff. But uh, we're going purely on looks, clearly, with this question. <laughs> I'll say a charming smile. Yeah, same. That always gets me. <laughs> but I do also like a nice butt. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> But I'm picking, oh I'm picking smile. Okay. <laughs> we both pick smile. Okay. Now we're into the personality. Okay. Which type of guy do you prefer? Intelligent, pretty boy, manly, flirty, humorous, or cute? Where's my nerdy at? Um, I guess I'm going to go with intelligent for sure. I'm going to go, this is hard. I'll say humorous. It's nice when they're funny. Yeah. Okay, what's your favorite 2 p.m. song? My House, A-D-T-O-Y, Hands Up, Come Back When You Hear This Song, Go Crazy, or 10 Out of 10. This is an easy one for me. I will say I do like Hands Up, and I was happy they performed it at the comeback special, but yeah, My House. Yeah, same, same, My House. Oof, this is a hard one, Charity. You're at a party. Who do you flirt with? No one. No. <laughs> You know what's so funny? When I look at these choices, I'm like, every one of them. And Charity's like, none of them. I don't flirt with people I don't know. And I flirt really poorly, even if I do know them. This is Cheryl. And then I'm the complete opposite. I will flirt with everyone on this list. These are the choices. The cool DJ, of course. The desired player, obviously. The sexy bartender. Duh, free drinks. The tempting bad boy, always. The powerful mood maker, hmm, or the cute junior? Probably the powerful mood maker would be probably the only one, but I probably even then won't flirt with him because that's just not who I am. But <laughs> I'm going to say the desired player. That's <laughs> <I know. laughs> true. <laughs> oh my goodness. Emily is the best wing woman, I have to say. So, <laughs> hello. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> I talk to everyone. <laughs> okay. Choose the least worst out of these. Okay. Okay, this <laughs> question's great. a little crazy. So just to warn you all. Um, yeah. Really had to work to find a 2 p.m. quiz. Uh, this yeah. one's a little bit. Yeah. But I guess this is like the worst out of all of these like negative traits a guy yeah, that have. you don't like. Yeah. Um, he gets aggressive easily, which scares you. His job is more important than your relationship. Being very jealous and not giving you any space. Taking no consideration for others because he always has to be the best. He doesn't really care for things you enjoy or like. And he only looks at the outside appearance. These are are like horrible. Like a lot of these are just major red flags. There's no relationship. Um, 
There's just uh, a PSA, PSA queendom. These are right, PSA. Red of, flag. This is not acceptable. Anyone who's jealous, not giving you space, um, gets aggressive and scares you. Yeah, no. Uh, all that stuff. Only looks at outside appearances. Like all that stuff's just it. Don't date those yeah. guys. They're losers. Losers. But for the purpose of the quiz. Yeah, there. Yeah. I'm gonna say his job's more important than the relationship. Okay, out of all of these, the ones that I could deal with uh, would probably be the same. Would be his job's more important. Yeah. Is anything else? No, thank you. Yeah. At least he. Okay, he's a workaholic. At least he's not like an abusive yeah. psycho. Jeez. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all right. This is just oh, some dark stuff in this one. Um, fun. Fun. Okay. We're moving on to something a little lighter and brighter. You and your boyfriend have plans for the weekend. Which would you prefer to do of these choices? A small house party with your closest friends and ordering fried chicken. You don't need all that glamour. Renting a room at the golf club and act like the married couples around you. Hmm. A fast and adventurous road trip where you get to know each other closely. And this literally said, wanks. (laughs) Okay. Uh, next choice. He takes you out on his luxurious yacht with a romantic dinner as the highlight of the evening. Go to a club together, let yourself go, and completely get lost in passion. Or relaxing the whole weekend at a nice holiday resort at the beach under the sun. I mean, so many good choices, Emily. Yeah. So many. Yeah, Um, sound fun. Right? I would have to say, probably going on a yacht and having a romantic dinner sounds like a good time to me. Although I don't like boats. Like, I'm not, well, okay. That's not hold a good on. choice. <laughs> okay, hold on. Okay. Maybe you're not going on the yacht. <laughs> oh, I don't like boats. <laughs> well, I get nauseous sometimes. Okay, um, let's say, relaxing the whole weekend on a nice holiday at the beach, but in the shade, not under the sun. There's my caveat. <laughs> okay, per usual, we're complete opposites. I want to do something chill. Like, I just want to relax. Oh. I hate having to, like, prepare for big events. I'm doing a small house party with close friends, ordering fried chicken. That'll be fun. How can he win your heart, Emily? With a beautiful song and meaningful self-written lyrics. He doesn't have to do anything. His inner and outer beauty is all you need. He should let you see into his beautiful and pure heart. Let you hear that you are the most precious thing to him in unexpected situations. Make your everyday a special one. Or prove that he can protect you. Actions speak louder than words. Um, he doesn't have to do anything. And there and outer beauty is all I need. Yeah, same. Same. Yeah. Like, no. You don't have to do all this weird stuff. It's right? fine. I already like you. Okay. This is an easy one. Well, not easy, but <laughs> the best looking member in 2 p.m. in your opinion. June K. Hmm. I'm going to go with Jen home. Okay, well, I did not get my bias from my wrecker, so this quiz is clearly flawed. <gasps> Who did you get? I got Wu Young. Okay. It says, you got 2 p.m. sunshine, Wu Young. Could one wish for anything else but someone who makes every day a good one? I guess not. With him, you yeah. always have a good laugh, and all your worries will be blown away in a second. That's good. That sounds fun. Yeah. Well, you're going to be upset, but things <gasps> have changed. I caught Jen K. Lucky <gasps> you. What? You would make a beautiful couple with 2 p.m.'s leader. He is deep and thoughtful, but also really outgoing and fun. You hit the jackpot. Ha 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 ha. I have stolen your boyfriend. <laughs> wow. 
quiz. You suck. Well, I don't know. Things happen, Charity. <sighs> I'm very upset. That was fun and definitely a little different from the BuzzFeed quizzes. So the link's posted in the description. Please play along with us. We'll also try our best to post it on Twitter. Let us know who you got. Things have been, you know, it's a little weird for me and Charity. (laughs) At least I'm a boyfriend. Well, we have similar personalities. Things happen. (laughs) Congratulations to 2PM. Awesome comeback. Proud of you. Let's move on to a girl group that we've reviewed here on the podcast before. Luna. Luna released a new mini album. I'm not sure how we pronounce this, Charity. It's the ampersand sign, the end Mm -hmm. symbol. So I don't know if it's just a symbol or we say and or ampersand, but that's what it is. (laughs) The single is called PTT, Paint the Town. And we've got to say welcome back to the leader. His soul is back. She's been gone quite quite a long time. So Mm -hmm. that's really exciting for Luna fans. Welcome back. Charity, was it a warm welcome? What did you think of PTT, Paint the Town? I love that it had a really heavy Bollywood influence in it. And I like that the chorus is almost like a breakdown. I thought that Mm -hmm. was really cool. I wasn't like blown away by it, but I still really liked it. For me, Star is probably my favorite Luna song. Mm, Yeah. But, you know, this was good. It was a good comeback. Um, What did you think of it? Yeah. Very similar. Uh, the Bollywood sounds really cool, and I mm-hmm. think they executed that well. It's just very, like, middle of the road for me. Yeah. I don't not like it, but I definitely don't love it. I thought the chorus to me is so reminiscent of Itzy in the Morning mixed with, like, Blackpink, How You Like That. No, I can totally see that. It just sounded like such a combination of those songs that I felt like, okay, I've heard this before. Okay. I like the music video. I thought the white outfits with the red accents, like that styling was great. Their makeup was on point. It looked great. This wasn't like, wow. It was just kind of like, okay. I think if you're a big fan of Luna, you probably are really happy and you love it. And I think for more casual fans like us, it's fine, but it's not something I'm going to listen to on repeat. Same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was kind of like, eh. I did like a few songs on the album, though. What did you think mm-hmm. of the album? What were your favorites? Uh, yeah, um, I liked Wow. I thought it had like an old school kind of dance sound It had to that it. 90s dance. Yeah. But, but again, it reminded me of another song. That reminded me yeah. of uh, 90s Love and CT. Yep, yep, for sure. And then another song I liked was Dance on My Own. Mm-hmm. And it was an all English song. But again, it's fine. I wasn't like rushing to add any of this to my playlist. Um, yeah. I did like Dance on My Own. I did add that to my playlist. Yeah, that's my standout. That's definitely, to me on this album, Dance on My Own is the standout song. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a really great song. I love yeah. the build. It's really catchy. Yeah, I love, you know, I don't need someone to feel something. It's just me, myself, and I love it. It's a very relatable kind of larger message of doing your own thing and being independent I don't want someone to hold me if they hold me back. Like the whole thing, I think it's a positive message. But musically, it was just, to me, the best song on this album. I liked that one the best. Be Honest has a good beat. You know, it's sassy and catchy. Nice vocals. That feels like a summer song. And then they have some, you know, nice ballads, like A Different Night and You Are. I think You Are I liked a little bit more because I liked the guitar and kind of that distorted sound at the beginning. And the jazz chords gave the ballad a different feel from a different night. You know, higher voices in this group. There's a lot more up there, which, you know, doesn't tend to be my preference. But I still thought there were a few songs that were pretty good. I would say the last 
comeback we reviewed of theirs, I definitely preferred. This one wasn't my favorite. Not bad, not good. It's that middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really say anything else. I mean, it was fine. Um, (laughs) Why don't we play a clip of PTT, Paint the Town, so the Queendom can decide what they think of this new song from Luna. We about to paint the town. It's not yeah. my favorite thing of theirs, but it's good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not bad. Just, again, preferred the last comeback. So this is just a departure in sound. It's just something different, which maybe isn't my cup of tea. But yeah, it's not a bad song. What about biases? Did your bias change this time? Or how are you feeling about your favorite members of Luna? I still love Heejin. She's my favorite. Okay. And I'm really excited that Hasul is back. She wasn't there when we did the other review, but she's definitely my wrecker. I think she's really great vocal. She's very stunning. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, she stood out to me this comeback for sure. But I feel like I don't have a strong preference. The more I watch Luna, the more I go kind of all over the place with my biases. So I think I'm going <laughs> to yeah. be, I bias the whole group at this point. I, don't have, <laughs> I love it. I don't have a strong bias or wrecker. I like all the members for different reasons. And there's moments that they all grab me. That's what I'm going to say right now, because you all know how I tend to not be loyal to some of my biases. I switch quite a bit, and I think it's easier when I'm in with this mind frame that I like a lot of them. I'm just going to say I bias them all. So we don't have- I love it. So the next <laughs> comeback, I'm not switching again. I love it. <laughs> but I definitely understand why Luna has such a passionate fan base. You know, they're very cool. They're beautiful. Congratulations to Luna on this comeback. Look forward to the next one. See what they do next. Okay. Are we ready to move on, Charity? Ready. Let's do it. This next group is debuting. It's a big debut because all 11 members of Omega X have been in other groups or on idol competition shows, reality shows. So the general public knows who they are. I think that's a super interesting concept for a group. I think it's so freaking smart. I'm mad at us that we didn't have this idea. I know. I know. Well, we love a super group. It's a super group. And it's also, it has that added thing of kind of redemption of getting a second chance. And who doesn't want to root for the underdog? I think the rollout has been so well executed. There was a reality show, eight episodes leading up to this comeback. So the audience, we had a chance to get to know the guys watching this show, which we definitely took advantage of. <laughs> I feel, I know all of them now, definitely have preferences and biases. And, you know, <laughs> reality shows are the best way to get to know people's personalities and you start sure. connecting with certain people. So I think that was really smart to do that. The buildup has been great. And today... The album came out. I say today because Charity and I record this podcast on Wednesday nights. So we've had a day to absorb it. I know we've both been listening to it nonstop. We've got to talk about this. The mini album is called Vemos. 
the single is called Vamos, which means let's go, right? Yeah, so, let's go. Yeah, let's, let's go. go. Emily, what did you think? Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, I love it. I think it's really high energy. This whole let's go to the party. I'm there. I'm so there. It's a really kind of driving, aggressive summer song. It's a nice debut song, intense party song, memorable chorus. And I really like the part where they say, hola, hola, hola. Like, it's really fun and it sticks in my head. We'll get to the music video, but I like the song. I think this is a good song. What did you think? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I love how it, like you said, it's really intense, but I feel like it goes from intense and then it'll have like these really smooth moments and then gets back to intense again. Yeah. It's not just one tone. It's very dynamic, which I really, really liked. Exactly. They're giving us a little bit more. Yeah. Which I, yeah, that's, it's just such a smart way to do it. I think we mentioned that with Ace last week that in higher, they did that where you could hear the vocals and now we're at the intense chorus part, but now we're like the dynamic change shows off a group's talents a lot better than like the one note. For sure. Yeah. They like struck such a nice chord between intense, aggressive song and fun, lighthearted party song, you know, like it's right there. Yeah. This is what you listen to on your way to the rager. The so- <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is just, uh, well, this is, that's what they say in the song. Vamos a la fiesta. Let's yeah, go party. Let's go to the party. Let's do let's it. Go. Let's go to the party. <laughs> All right. Let's go party. We're there. <laughs> I think that would be a fun I'm party. There, yeah. Let's talk about the music video. What did you think? I thought they looked amazing. When it starts, some of them are in a car. Yeah. And they're pulling up and then they get out and Hang Yum starts it. He comes center and just goes really aggressive. And I was like, okay, okay all right. Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. I thought that was amazing. They looked amazing. I loved the choreography mm-hmm. so freaking much. I love the black and red outfits. Yeah, I stand. I'm on board. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I love the choreography, too. Board. The choreography was so smart. Like, I like when they're kind of going back and forth. There were a lot of different formations. There was a lot going on in the choreography, but they were perfectly synchronized, which is hard to do with 11 members and they killed it. I thought it was young, vibrant, fun. Loved the styling in the music video. The way it starts with the desert scene and the white outfits and now we're in black and red and really partying. It was really, really, really well done. The company behind them is, in my opinion, they're doing things right with the debut of this group. It's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. A really smart rollout, for sure. Really smart. You mentioned Kang Yum, how he starts it. He steals focus for me a lot. I'm going to go out right now and say that that's not my bias, but he reminds me of Young. When he's mm-hmm. performing. Yes. I get such a flavor of Young from NCT, Super M. You all know he's my bias. I adore him. I get that flavor from Hang Yum. And that's like the biggest compliment I think I could give. He really has such a presence and the camera loves him. It's phenomenal. Let's talk about the rest of the mini album. What did you think? Any other songs stand out? Oh, yeah. I loved Ice Tag. Loved, loved, loved. I really like the acoustic guitar in the Mm pre-chorus. And then in the chorus, it kind of has this Middle Eastern kind of vibe that comes in that I really liked. Mm -hmm. I loved Younger. I thought their vocals were 
perfection. Like yeah. what a strong vocal line. I was so impressed, but those were definitely my two songs and both made it to my playlist as did the single. Yeah. I like the whole mini album. There's not yeah. a weak song. I loved Omega X. I thought that was such a strong song and I was a little bit surprised that wasn't the single. It has a great beat and dynamics and that pre-chorus build is so cool. But I can see in picking the single why they picked Famous, and I think it totally works. But I really liked Omega X. Ice Tag, another strong, aggressive song. And you're right, that Middle Eastern flair in the chorus is really cool. And then Younger. Then we have a slow ballad. K-pop albums always end with that slow ballad. It's pretty. It's nice. And like you said, they can show off their vocals because this group really is full of vocalists. I learned in watching the reality show, there was only one rapper, really. And then the rest have kind of become rappers based on the songs that were chosen for them. That's also surprising because they all sound so natural. They have really nice flow where it's not like, oh, this person wasn't a rapper before. I think they sound pretty natural with it. But yeah, younger, they get to show off their vocals. And obviously, it's kind of like heartwarming. And I liked the showcase today. For those of you that didn't see Omega X debut showcase, it was wonderful. Go to YouTube and check it out. It was really, really, really good. But there was one moment at the end where the entertainment company showed their families on the big screen, sending them all congratulations messages for debuting. So sweet. So emotional, you know, to work for years as a trainee and debut right there. That's the goal, right? That's the excitement. But then to have the group fail, that would be really difficult. You know, you did all the work and you got the dream and the dream didn't really happen. So to be back in that spot, debuting again with a different group has to feel really different for these guys. Like they've been there. They know the dream that was within their grasp that didn't happen. So I feel like the hunger is there. It's just a very sweet moment and emotional because again, these are guys that have been through it. And I think their ages range from like 20 to 25, 26. I'm rooting for these guys. I'm rooting for them. They're underdogs. They've all been there. And there's so many things in life that are so serendipitous that you can't control and you get a lucky break and somebody else doesn't. Somebody else is successful when you should have been there. You know, there's those moments in life and in this world that it would be so hard to be 25 and you're watching someone your age that you used to train with who's in one of the biggest groups in the world and your group didn't work out. And that happens, you know, more often than not. So there's a lot of people like these guys and I think it's just really, really cool that they've gotten a second chance. That's it's exciting. I'm so rooting for them. I hope that this does numbers because it really is a great debut. We have to talk biases. I am dying to know. I'm going to say that I think I know yours, but I'm 1000% going to be wrong. (laughs) I don't know. I think if you watch the whole reality show, I think mine would be obvious. But based on the music video, I don't know if people would guess it. Is your bias Jung Hoon? No. (sighs) Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Charity never gets it right, you guys. I don't. Um, I'm wondering I if don't. members of the Queendom know probably better. I'm wondering if you're all sitting out there listening and you're like, I know who Emily would pick in this group. <laughs> I for sure. No. Okay, fine. Who is it then? Uh, Hyuk. 
Oh, that was my second guess. Daggone it. He's my bias. Okay. And then the baby, the young buck. Yu-Chan is my wrecker. I really like both of them. I like their personalities. I think they're handsome young men, and I, I liked them in the reality show. So as of now, that's my bias and my wrecker. You all know me. That could change. But <laughs> <laughs> I just I love those guys, and I'm I'm really rooting for them. But really, I like this whole group. Yeah. You could say I'm like OT11. I like them all. <laughs> okay. I'm going to guess your bias now. Mm-hmm. Your bias is Sabin. No. <gasps> I was wrong, you guys. <laughs> I I'm kind of excited that I was wrong. I'm like never wrong on your biases. <laughs> I know. I know. I've talked about him a lot already. Oh, my God. Is it Jahan? No. <gasps> Charity, I got it wrong, and I don't even know. <laughs> My bias is Hengyum. Okay. You did talk about him a lot. I went blank. I panicked. (laughs) Oh, my God. At the end of the song, when he goes, vamos a la fiesta. They all take turns saying that, but his ending one, I was like, whoo, okay. Yes, I do want to go party with you. I really do. With that voice. He stands out in the music video so much. Like, Mm -hmm. he really, really stands out and grabs attention. Like, he just attacks with his with his rap, he attacks with his choreography. I was like blown away. And my record is Jung Hoon. Okay. Maybe that would be yours because I really liked his vocals. His vocals are fantastic. I thought he was yeah. such a good singer when they were kind of trying out for vocal parts. Yes. I was like blown away. Such a good singer. I like him a lot. I think he's just yeah. a very likable guy. He's easy to root for. They all are. I'm excited to find a new group. We both are really excited for. I know, I know. It's nice when you have a new group that like kills it like this. Yeah. They're great. I really, really hope that they hit it big and get a show win. When they were talking on the reality show and tearing up, I was like, oh, I want this from them so, so bad. They're so likable. And check them out, you guys. Omega X is really good. They deserve a chance. So... Watch the YouTube video. If you have nothing to do and you want to watch a fun K-pop reality show, that's me a lot of times. Theirs is really good, and it's a great way to get to know them, get to know the personalities. I thought, again, that's why if I was just watching the video, my bias and record would have been different because my bias and record aren't featured that much in the video. But watching the reality show, you just get their personalities. They have a nice group of guys. I hope this is successful. Let's play a clip so Queendom can get a taste of this amazing new group called Omega X. This is their new single, Vemos. Emily and I are ready to vamos a la fiesta. Let's party. Let's party. (laughs) We are so there. I love, yeah. 
<laughs> it's, it's tequila shots with a mega X time. Oh my God. Guys, it's so fun. Whenever you guys are ready, we are ready. Congratulations. Genuinely. Congratulations. This is an awesome idea. Shout out to Spire Entertainment. Shout out to you guys. Really great rollout. And I thought it was fun to watch the reality show because the company did seem to genuinely care for these guys. They did a lot of cool things for them and showed a lot of kindness. It was really a positive to see in the K-pop world. And yeah, congratulations. Amazing rollout. We're rooting for you. Can't wait to see what's next. And I hope this brings a lot of success to these guys. They deserve it. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Another group of young gentlemen that we're fans of, uh, NCT Dream. We both loved this album when it came out. Now we've got the repackage. So repackage is the album with a few new songs. So the single for the NCT Dream repackage is called Hello Future. Okay, let's just talk about it. What did you think of the song and the music video? Um, I just thought it was okay. It's too hard because Hot Sauce was so great to me mm -hmm. that having this on a repackage, like unless you're going to give me a song that's exceptionally better, I just don't see the point. It just was okay for me. I yeah. wasn't super excited for it. Repackage albums are hard in that way because yeah. people are so in love with like the original album and the mm -hmm. first song. I think to do a repackage album and have it be, have it hit like as much as that first one is rare. The one yeah. I can think of off the top of my head, Backdoor, Stray Kids. Stray Kids, yep. Yeah. That was great. I mean, that, that was really good. But yeah, it's hard. Heishan sounded amazing on it. I will say that. He sounded great. Yeah, he's really coming into his own as a vocalist. I mean, he's always been a good vocalist, but I saw something like the on Twitter, someone said it's the Baekhyun vacation of Haitian. Uh, <laughs> the notes that they're giving him and his parts yeah. in these songs. And it's true. And we know he loves bacon, so you can hear it and you can even see it in his performance. I liked the melody in the chorus. I thought it was really cool. And the song is very kind of hopeful and bright. Yeah. I like it. I don't think this is a bad song at all. I agree with you. If you're comparing it to Hot Sauce. Yeah. It's like the hard. poll that we asked this week, we would go with the Queendom. Yeah. Or I would at least. Yeah, I would choose Hot Same, Sauce yeah. over Hello Future. I thought the music video was interesting. They're like modern day flower children from the 60s, mm -hmm. right? Like protest, yeah. psychedelic, VW hippie van. Then it seems like it changes and they're kind of like sneaking in to corporate or something. They're wearing suit jackets and like futuristic sunglasses. They snuck into cause mayhem or something. I'm not quite sure, but the music video is about rebellion, but a more peaceful, happy rebellion than the aggressive rebellion we see in K-pop videos. They try to do something different, which visually it's very pretty, all the colors and stuff. I think it's a pretty music video and I like the choreography. It was very colorful, but I wasn't like, wasn't feeling it. I didn't like the animated stuff in it either. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, which for me, again, brings me back to like hippie flowered kids of the yeah. 60s, like psychedelic. And when I see those visuals, it's hard to separate the visuals from what that era sounds like. Yeah. yeah which yeah, yeah, they yeah. obviously don't line up. Like this song sounds nothing like that era. Yeah. So I don't know. It was a bit of a miss for me, but you okay. know, I love them anyway. So. Maybe they're modern day hippies. This is what it sounds like <laughs> Maybe, and what it looks yeah. like. Uh, I don't know. Uh, 
yeah, I didn't love it, but I thought it was fine. Like if this was their lead single, if they just came out, I would be like, this is interesting. They tried something different. So credit yes. for that. Yeah. I did try something different. Yeah. Genuinely like the melody and the chorus. I think it's really, really pretty and nice. Two other new songs, Bungie and Life is Still Going On. I'm just going to say I didn't really love either one of them. I didn't hate them, but I didn't think it brought anything to the album. I really like the album. So I think when you add these new songs, when you do these repackages, you need like the album to be strong, 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 strong. And yeah, I thought Hot Sauce, the album was so strong. These new songs are fine, but it's kind of like fillers. And I don't know if we need that. That's exactly what it felt like. Right? Fillers. Yeah. Fillers. We don't need fillers. And also, can I just say, and I'm not trying to be controversial, but life is still going on through me so much because the title is way too similar to Life Goes On by BTS. Right. Like, you guys, (laughs) BTS releases this song called Life Goes On. It's about the pandemic and kind of, you know, when things suck, life still goes on. So you have to pull yourself up and move forward. A couple months later, they released a song called Life is Still Going On. What? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. That's we, a little too close for it's comfort. It's too close. Yeah. I wanted to be like, we know. BTS told us. Thanks. Yeah. We can chuck that up to a coincidence at this point. Sorry. Yeah. I thought that that was kind of a miss, the title of the song. I will say like the yeah. beginning of that, there's kind of this music box melody where they're singing on top of the notes. And I liked that effect, but... The title just threw me so much. So nothing earth shattering here with this repackage. It's fine, but I don't know if we necessarily needed it. Hot sauce is so strong. Maybe we didn't need a repackage at all. Yeah, I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I think we could have just kept hot sauce, the album, the single. I think we should have taken the money that we spent on the album and given us actual NCT Dream hot sauce. That's what I think, but... Yeah. (laughs) They should have used that money to brand some hot sauce because I would have bought it. I bet you you can buy some like on eBay and stuff. Yeah. I guarantee people have done this idea (laughs) because, Um, yeah, it's such a good idea. I want want that hot sauce. Miss for the marketing department. (laughs) Let's play a clip of Hello Future and let the Queendom kind of listen and see what they think of this song. This is Hello Future by NCT Dream. okay again yeah. i'm not like blown away by it it did not make my playlist i will tell you that um but it was fine i like it like i do think i like the song it's just it's too hard to compare it to hot sauce which i really loved so yeah maybe we need to stop with all these repackage albums <laughs> yeah so. the repackage sucks you expect fans to buy another album with three new songs and the rest of it is the same. I just don't like the concept of it. Just release a mini album with more new songs, you know? I don't know. I still love NCT Dream and the grand picture was a great comeback with hot Mm -hmm. sauce and everything. Repackage, yeah, we're both not crazy about it, but it's fine. Okay, let's move on to what I've been dying to talk about the whole episode. (laughs) Yes. As we mentioned at the beginning, 
The nightmare is over, stays. Finally. Our nightmare of Hyunjin being gone. It was so unjust and cruel. I will never forgive JYP for what they've done. But he is back. Okay, so we mentioned it last week. We may have a new Stray Kids song to review. You know, they're supposed to release a mixtape single by the end of June. So we knew it was coming. And no announcement. The YouTube video just dropped. So I saw it on my Twitter timeline, went to YouTube. It's called a mixtape. Oh, okay, Charity, just have to share. I watched the video. It started and I was like, oh, this is a pretty song. I kind of like the vibe of the music video. But, you know, you see them all in a room packing stuff up and guess who's not there? Hunjin. I was already getting heated. It was like, surprise, surprise. <laughs> like I was, I was getting so heated. And then all of a sudden, Hunjin is there doing a little painting. And I was like blown away. I had to pause the video. I was screaming. I couldn't believe it. It was like literally anything bad that had happened to me last week or any stress I was having gone. All is right with the world because Hyunjin is back in Stray Kids. All eight of the guys are back together. Finally. Yeah, I was just so excited for a while. It took me a while to go back and actually watch the whole video (laughs) in full. I was overwhelmed. But (laughs) it's good news for all of us. Let's actually talk about the song in the video. What do you think of the song? I love Stray Kids so much as do you. Mm -hmm. But what I love about them the most is they can have these crazy, intense, really dance, powerful songs. Mm -hmm. But even when the song is more subdued, it still packs such a strong emotional punch. Yeah. Because they can be as loud with a whisper as they can be with a shout. And that is why I love them so much. You just nailed it. Like, We talk about this a lot with Han because I think Mm -hmm. he's exceptional with his vulnerability and the way he emotionally connects and how it resonates for the listener. Stray Kids are able to do that. And I felt like this song really nailed it. I loved, loved the song. It's beautiful. It's very heartfelt. And it's actually the lyrics of the song are pretty happy. It's kind of like, yeah, having a crush and not knowing what to do. The awkwardness of being young and liking someone, but you're not sure if you're a thing yet or not. What are you supposed to do? It's a very cute, heartwarming message. But the music video has such Mm -hmm. a melancholy tone, which obviously is my favorite. And it felt like I love sad stuff and it felt like a response to what's been going on with Hunjin. I really 1, feel like percent. They, they told us, you know, the story, even just like the details, like the birthday cake thing, you know, they missed his birthday. We weren't able to celebrate his birthday. And when Lino goes and leaves a note for him on his easel in the studio, it just was like, Ooh, did I tear up during this video? It feels like they've all missed each other so much and they've missed not having him be part of the group. I loved it. I loved it. And specifically, I thought all their voices were great. Han, his emotional voice works really well in this type of song. Yeah. yeah. Chan singing voice is so good. Lino, Ian, Sunbeam, they all sounded great. But my favorite part, I love the bridge. Hyunjin goes, what should I do? It's so tender, vulnerable. It's really, really beautiful. It just felt really meaningful after the past few months. I loved it. And can we talk about how good he looks on that rooftop too? Oh, stunning. Stunning. 
He got his hair cut while he was away. He did. It looks great. It looks amazing. Now I feel like everyone else is going to copy. I know. All those long blonde ponytails will be <laughs> gone. Now they're getting oh. this cut. The It Boy is back. I also loved, I liked the visuals of the whole music video. It felt like a K-drama or something. It was, it was dramatic. It was really cool. But the part that really stood out to me as far as this looks like a K-drama, when Sunbeam is sitting on the steps with a guitar case, great visuals. He looks so yeah. handsome. And just those kind of sitting by yourself on the stairs, that's straight out of a K-drama. I loved it. Loved it. I think this is a great song, great music video, and what a nice way to welcome Hyunjin back. And again, I love, I love that it felt like it was a kind of commentary on what's happened, not like a fun, happy music video. Yeah. It felt like it was about, you know, what happened the past four months. So I think kudos to them. I was for surprised. Doing that. Yeah. yeah me I too. thought for sure JYP would make them like brush it under the rug and we not yes. talk about it. Yeah. Yes. Well, because he has, they weren't allowed to say yeah. his name for the past four mm-hmm. months. So it was nice to see the subtle nods to what they've gone through and have kind of yeah. a sad music video. I loved it. I loved it. Welcome Yay, back. Hyunjin. We're so happy. We oh, missed you. Welcome back, Hyunjin. <laughs> we missed you so much. We were ready to fight for you. Don't you worry. I'm sure he knows. He probably heard. <laughs> yeah. we, were, we got heated on this podcast. And if you guys know, like you have no idea, we've had to edit out a lot because Charity and I got like, <laughs> there were moments where we crossed the line and yeah. did not put it on the final episode because of our anger and hurt around what happened to Hyunjin. Yeah. We were very upset. It was yeah. not fair. What happened to him was not fair. And JYP owes him the world and they better treat him right because, ugh. anyways, congratulations to Stray Kids. We're so, so happy you're all back. And this was a great song. Great way to welcome our boy back with drama, beautiful visuals. It's just Hyunjin in a nutshell. You just had love it. It was beautiful. So congratulations to them. Let's move on to the news because we're talking about Stray Kids. So let's talk about good news. It's July and that means Hyunjin's officially back. They announced after the music video came back that he would resume activities with the group in July, which was only a few days away. But I think the reason they did that is because Stray Kids participated in KCON without Hyunjin. So had they not done the announcement, we all would have been like, well, where is he? So yeah. It's July, Hyunjin's back, all is right with the world, and Stray Kids are going to have a comeback this summer, so we're going to get a full album from them again. So exciting. The rumors are August, but JYP didn't confirm, but that's just like the best news because it's been, I didn't realize this, but it's been almost a year since we've had new music from them. That was when we discovered them was a year ago. And then the repackage album with Backdoor. But the other new stuff has been kind of, you know, these one-offs and Kingdom. So we've had tons of Stray Kids content, but really not an album to review. I can't wait to see what they come out with. I think this is such a pivotal moment in their career. You know, they didn't have the high expectations when they released God's Menu. Now they're at the cusp of huge, huge things. So there's a lot of pressure on this album. And I have no doubt that Bang Chan and Three Racha are going to kill it. It's going to be amazing. So yeah, huge thing is coming from Stray Kids, and you know we're so excited. All's right with the world. Hyunjin's back, Stray Kids' new album. Moving on, more exciting news from some of our favorites. BTS, number one on the Billboard 100 for the fifth straight week. Yes. 
like we said last week and like we will continue to say better is the song of the summer whether you like it or not it is the song of the summer number one for five straight weeks that's a huge freaking accomplishment for them really really proud and excited speaking of bts they're releasing a new song on july 9th i think so we have about a week and a half till we get the new song but it's called permission to dance And Ed Sheeran wrote it or co-wrote it. He kind of spilled the beans the other night during an interview. So that'll be interesting. You know, he did Make It Right, which is a good song. It'll be interesting to see what this one's like. It's going to be released like it's kind of a single. It'll be Butter and this song. But the good news is a new release means we've been getting fed with tons of pictures, really cool summer-themed comeback photos, and then the jail one with handcuffs, which I think was just thrown to us uh oh yeah (laughs) thank you very much for that i really uh am on board yeah these photo shoots are they're great thank you uh hi b big hit so Uh, can't wait for that 17 we reviewed 17 last week it was a wonderful comeback and they debuted at number 15 on the billboard 200 that's their highest debut so congratulations guys from 17 we just mentioned a lot of stuff about Stray Kids. So Bong Chan from Stray Kids teamed up with Chewy from Twice to do a cover of Taylor Swift's Me. And he's not in the music video, but you can hear his voice. And it's just a music video with her. She looks beautiful. Not my favorite song. Not the song I would have chosen for a cover, but okay. <laughs> Moving on. D.O. from XO, we're finally getting a solo album from him. Ooh. Solo debut July 26th. I'm really excited about that because he's one of the best voices in all of K-pop, and we haven't had a solo debut, so that's going to be super highly anticipated. You know we'll cover it for you. NCT 127 will have a full-length album later this year. That was part of what came out of SM Congress where Lee Suman kind of talked about the plans for the rest of the year for SM labels. Other good news with that is Wavy will also be releasing a full-length album this year. So, oh, I'm so excited. Those are huge positives. I really hope Win-Win's back for that. I'm a little concerned. Lucas is back in Korea, but Win-Win is still in China. So let's hope (laughs) Win-Win has been kind of screwed over before. I really hope that they're not going to do that again. And Wavy will be all back together, all seven members. Fingers crossed. We shall see. They also talked about the reality show, NCT Hollywood. What they'll be doing with that is flying the like 14 or 12 finalists to Korea and having them train in Korea and then pick the group. So yeah, I mean, okay, whatever. We'll talk (laughs) You know our thoughts on all of this stuff. Uh, We'll see. Jungkook is the most searched K-pop idol on Google worldwide. And the impressive thing with that is, so that's so far for 2021. Then looking at the stats, he's actually been the number one searched K-pop idol for like five years. Wow. Go JK. Right? Like from 2017 to right now, he's the number one search k-pop idol so my man's popular i mean i don't blame you all but you know we all know i'm very loyal to him (laughs) my bts bias (laughs) yeah tech hook's popular that's the news and then in really sad news but we thought it was important to mention this hyuk from vix he lost his cousin in a drunk driving accident 
and he came out with a statement so about it and just pretty much in the statement begged his fans not to drink and drive. It's it's really sad. And it's like if you make that choice, you're not only endangering your life, but other people's. So you can make one bad choice. If you don't hurt yourself, you could kill somebody else and then be in jail yeah. and have to live with that the rest of your life. So we know we have a lot of younger listeners. And when you're young, you're invincible, all that stuff. We get it. We've both been there. But with Uber friends, family, there's other options. You can Uber home and go pick up your car the next morning. We've all done that. Like you don't have to drive. So just please be mindful. Whatever the inconvenience is, is so much better than the worst case scenario. And the worst case scenario does happen. And unfortunately, Hyuk's dealing with that right now in his family. So we just want to send our condolences to him and remind everybody there's other options. If you have too much to drink, just don't get behind the wheel. If we lived close by, we'd come grab you. But, <laughs> but New York's not that easy to drive anyway. That's what Ubers are for, Subway. You know the vibes. That's it for the news so far this week. If we missed anything, apologies. But K-pop moves fast. We just try to keep up. Charity. What is your song of the week this week? We had a lot of good songs. I know. There's a lot to so choose many, from. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to be surprised. My song of the week is Make It by 2 p.m. Okay. I love them so much. I'm very excited for the comeback. There were some other great songs. Omega X is awesome. But yeah. 2 p.m. I'm just, I am very, very happy with this comeback. So I got to give it to my men. Okay. Fair enough. It's a What's great yours? song. This is hard. This was a hard week, but my song is Mixtape O by Stray Kids. I love it. I love the song. I went back to it so much. That's my song of the week. I love them. I can't wait to see everything during the next couple months. I think it's going to be a joyful time to be a stay. Next week, you know, Stray Kids won Kingdom. We had a lot of joy in that. It was just kind of the... It was bittersweet because Hyunjin wasn't there and he was made for a show like that. So it was always kind of, I don't know if I'm the only stay that felt that way, but watching the competition, it wasn't as exciting to me because I always thought, oh, that would have been Hyunjin's part. Or like, imagine if he was in this dance. Oh, wow. There was always that feeling. So even though they won and it was really awesome, and I still think Kingdom was a great show. That was like, it was so much fun to watch. So... Speaking of Kingdom, another group that we totally fell for and we've both been talking about quite a bit and very excited about, SF9. Next week, we get SF9's comeback charity. So exciting. I'm like so excited about it. I'm already a little bit stressed about picking a bias. There's a few that have stood out to me, but who knows? We're also going to talk about Songwoo's album. So it came out this week and we decided not to review it on this episode because we're so short on time with a lot of comebacks yeah. this week. So we're dividing them. And, you know, this is a tough comeback. The song was, we'll talk about it next week, but going into 4th of July, I didn't want to be in tears and his song and album, ooh, does it hit hard. So get ready. <laughs> we're going to talk about it next week. Beautiful, very heartfelt. So we're going to talk about that next week. Taeyong also released another new song. It's hard to keep up with Taeyong. He's releasing so much stuff. Swimming pool. We're going to give our thoughts on that next week. And we want to say happy birthday to Taeyong. Taeyong's birthday is July 1st, the day the podcast is released. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, my fellow Cancer. Yeah. Hey, Cancer King. 
It's your season. Cancer season. It's your season. Enjoy it. Enjoy. Happy birthday to all of the cancers out there. You're with charity. You're in good hands. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for inviting us into your life once again. We'll be here next week. Every Thursday, new episodes drop. If you're in the United States, have a happy and healthy and safe Fourth of July weekend. It's a big weekend here. Big celebrations. Please be careful with fireworks, drunk driving, all that stuff. Let's keep it safe and healthy. We will be celebrating ourselves. Charity, big plans. I'm going to watch the fireworks from my apartment because I'll be able to see them from my living room. I am so excited for that. So I moved during the pandemic and now my apartment will allow me to literally watch the fireworks from my living room. So I am super excited. I'm going to Kansas City. Shout out to my friends from Kansas City. Shout out to all my Kansas friends. Uh, I went to college in Kansas, high school and college. So anyone in the Midwest, hello. Huge shout out to you. I'm very excited. It's going to be a fun holiday weekend with some old friends. So looking forward to it. But no matter what, we'll be back here next week. Lots of stuff to talk about. So have an amazing 4th of July. Have a lovely weekend. We love you, Queendom. Thank you for joining us. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.